0: i need to warm up a little bit today
1: all right all right here here let's do some warm-ups for you austin okay uh okay come up for a fun name for a water bottle dude come up for a
0: fun name
1: yeah come up for a fun name of a, a man who is also a water bottle what's a good name well, that, for him?
0: well his name is sigilis
1: <laughs> okay
0: S- sigilis the the water prince <laughs> Sigilus the water prince <laughs> Sigilus the wet prince And he turns into a water bottle when the moon is full. And that's when a princess finds him in the in the shrubs and sips upon him <laughs> until the next full moon. And then they kiss. <laughs> but it's an accident because she's just trying to drink him. Who's kissing? Yeah, we're talking about Sigilus the wet prince. <laughs> I think Austin's warm. <laughs> it
1: used to be four ordinary teenagers. There's a cowboy.
0: cowboy. Hey there, Hey, welcome. Morning. Hey, oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, jeez. Oh, oh. oh. Are you going to do this right on top of me? Did we not have a discussion about this? What a
1: contentious beginning to an, end, an episode. No, no, we no that's here. not bad. We, we, we got our wires crossed. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> We've got our, our razor-sharp teeth just bared at each other like a couple <laughs> of uh, dangerous boys.
1: Like uh, some big angry panthers.
0: We're banging angry panthers, but but you know what? Today, <laughs> Dangerous
1: uh, boys! Yeah!
0: <laughs> You know
1: how dangerous boys be with like their pointy the face.
0: You're in the wuss.
1: <laughs> you bang the pots of pants together. It's a dangerous
0: boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away. Get away from my campsite. <laughs> this is this is already out of control. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We'll be quiet. We'll be quiet.
1: All right, all right. Tell us what this podcast is.
0: Hey, everybody. Hey, welcome this to Saturday morning, Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> we, figured, we figured out how to make the
1: episode three times shorter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> where we all talk over each other at the same time. Where we
1: don't listen at all to anybody else and just <laughs> get through it. We got to. So, what I thought about Sailor Moon was, like, I, had I thought that it was a great I, it was episode. It's a really good show. Week. Uh, I was a good episode. We all episode. had a laugh.
0: I liked all the cats. Saber Six uh, had some great moments. Cool. Thanks for listening. It's been a really uh, fun. Austin episode. quit.
1: Austin is, Austin has left the podcast. <laughs> yeah. No. Look. I, you know. I didn't know
0: how to jump in here. Somebody's got to lead this horrible parade. Okay. Please uh,
1: lead us. I, I promise. Okay. that No one will interrupt you this time.
0: Well, good, because our show Saturday morning Tuesdays, and I'm Austin.
1: I'm Rory. And I'm Andy. We're just leaving a lot of time to make sure no one jumps on each other. It's great. I'm Andy, Ew. and this is a podcast. I swear to God, we'll be we'll be good boys now. Kyle yeah, can trim it down so it team. sounds like we're really in sync with each other. No, like <laughs> this weird dead air.
0: <laughs> we're gonna not be dangerous boys. Uh, we're gonna actually. There are a lot of things dangerous around us right now. We gotta watch out for the carrots and the celery and the chunks of meat because we're all stuck in soup. Uh, we're all trapped <laughs> in a big giant bowl of soup. We're just bobbing. We're just, cooking the, our, cooking our <laughs> We're just cooking our bottoms
1: <laughs> in this hot soup.
0: We're just cooking our bottoms in this hot soup that just got us in a real trouble. And so we got to watch out. We got to look out for those big, big chunks in the, the hot, steamy broth and the big oh, spoon no. that comes in
1: from and, the giant. Don't, don't eat me. I'm the bay leaf. I'm not
0: supposed to be here anymore. You're supposed
1: to take me out. I'm <laughs>
0: take me out. <laughs> so we got a couple of sourdough croutons. <laughs> Yeah, and that's that's what we've got, and we're we're swimming through that soup to try to find these tasty nuggets of cartoons, like we do every week. <laughs> well, we got we got our regular cartoons this week. We got Cyber Six, Sailor Moon, and Moon Mesa, and yes, uh, I'm pretty excited to go into these today. We got uh, some pretty fun ones today for you. So uh, a
1: very goofy week. Yeah, should we, should we jump into this into this bisque and go yeah. see what <laughs> go see what we can. Get, we can get our toes. we can get in our in between our toes Let's
0: is that it. what you do with soups you put <laughs> just, them in your toes just a bisque, andy just for oh,
1: bisks just for bisques. the the western with the sound of a thousand cattle all right sweet baby soup children we're here for moo mesa oh the whole name Wild West, C-O-W-Boys of Mumeza, <laughs> thoroughly Moodern Lily. When Mayor Baloney discovers oil that is secretly buried deep beneath Lily Bovine's tumbleweed saloon, he quickly dispatches Lily's arch-rival, Sadie Wowcow, to run her out of town. Boy, Sadie Wowcow is... They're just upping the ante on the names. That is... That is something else. Yeah,
0: wow yeah, because they couldn't say "Holy cow!" Describe it. <laughs> I, I first of... thought they said "wild cow," <laughs> and Ooh. it took me a little bit for to to hear their pronunciation uh, to get "wow cow," but "wow cow." Yeah, this this was, I, you know, I think kind of a stinker.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was, was, was one I. It was there were there were some fun moments and and I liked what it went for which was a, a, a pretty small episode, um, you know when when it comes to these nonsense shows, uh, <laughs> the <laughs> when longer we can kind nonsense. of stay in a stay in a bottle well a cowboy nonsense or a space nonsense or yeah. a dinosaur nonsense like a show that is used to you know resting on its haunches for ten minutes well well people run around the prairie shooting their pistol bangs at each other.
0: <laughs> Yeah, they do that. <laughs> and-
1: <laughs> then an episode that doesn't rely as heavily on doing that is one that I try to give props to, but this one was just kind of boring.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, I mean I think it was interesting to do that slice of life approach. Mhm. Where they take Miss Lily's point of view and kind of go through her a day yeah. in her world.
1: It's funny because while the plot Ended up being kind of a boring episode. It still managed to be overcomplicated. Like, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) this show There were a lot of steps to (laughs) to all these plans. It was almost like Jose's plan that we'll talk about later. Oh my God. (laughs) But yeah, the whole plan, uh, this time it's Mayor Baloney who is at the helm of it rather than the masked bull, aka the sheriff. Uh, And his his whole plan is... is really strange. He uh, is a lot like, more fun to me than the masked bull because he's, masked bull is just kind of garden variety, bad guy. Mm-hmm. Sure. And the mayor is just, he's more complex. he's their mayor. Like it's already just a much more fascinating dynamic.
0: Right. And he can't just like shoot and kidnap his way uh-huh. to victory. He like, I mean, he can contract the masked bull and, and his little, little, little shitheads to go do <laughs> stuff, <laughs> but he also has more of a, you know, he has these weird schemes that he has to do. Mm-hmm. And it's more fun to see those play out. I and agree. I, I have
1: a question. Uh, every single one of the schemes in every one of these episodes so far has involved Saddlesore and Boot Hill Buzzard. Why does anyone let them in town? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just I'm just wondering, like, they get put in jail a lot. How do they get out? Do they just get let out on good behavior? And then they like like there's a there seems to be a repeating pattern uh, repeat of repeat offenders here. Uh, I, yeah, think, I think I think you could probably make that same claim about a lot of the sort of like any show that's got um, named goons, your bebops and rock steadies, mm-hmm. your uh, your uh, what were they called? What are the boys called in uh, DuckTales? Oh, the, the what? The bugle boys or the, the... Yeah, the bugle Beagle Beagle boys. Beagle yeah. boys. Bugle boys. <laughs> 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 the, 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 I can't even say it. The Bugle boys. Beagle boys. Fuck. It's the dogs. Yeah. They're dogs. I get it now. I get it. Wow. I just got the joke. Um, Yeah, it's like them. They just get out. They're fine. Uh. But it is weird how much they're around and
0: they're because they're like deputies, too. They're deputies <laughs> yeah, they're <there laughs> from
1: time to time deputies.
0: <laughs> uh, so in as few words as
1: possible, here's the here's the deal. There's oil underneath Lily's saloon. So the mayor wants it because he can't just take it because it's on her property. And I guess he still follows some laws. And so his whole idea is to bring a rival saloon marm from out of town to come in and make another competing saloon to run this Lily out of business so that he can, like, seize her property when she, like, defaults on her taxes. It's like, come on. That's so (laughs) much time that that would take in real life. Like, that'd be a months long plan. I guess yeah. it doesn't matter. The oil's not going anywhere, but still, it was just—it was a—it struck me as a very overcomplicated plot. And it's also showing that thing I—I've—I've uh, I've mentioned before with Silverhawks when when you know when the studio execs start getting their getting their grubby little fingers in the pot, and they're like, you know what? People love money and billing and like <laughs> complicated <laughs> tax schemes. Those are the <laughs> <laughs> you fucking. We are so bad at entertaining anybody. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so so that means immediately a carriage pulls up and Sadie Wow Cow <laughs> enters the town, and yeah,
1: What's did, did you we
0: look at the who the voice actor was? I tried to find I, it. I can do some quick did right check. Yeah, I it, it
1: sounded like it sounded like uh, like it might have just been Paul Robson.
0: I mean, I, Rob it Paulson. Sounded,
1: no, no, he he doesn't get he doesn't get it. <laughs> he doesn't get that.
0: No, look, I know you're trying to make fun of us for coming up with voice actors. <laughs> Uh, because you don't care but i was i wanted to know because that 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 actress sounded like she was like 85 yeah and like it, i don't know if it was like eartha kit or something you know like if it was somebody like old and was famous a while ago because you know it just it was it was kind of a i could see she was going for the the sultry voice but they did sound about 80 years older than the character sure <laughs>
1: I'm almost, I'm almost there in IMDb. I will find out for us in just a moment. This is really good radio. I swear to God, <laughs> uh, this is really great. Just, just maybe Kyle can add a drum roll. Uh, it's going to be really cool. Uh, it's super great, and the cast does not tell us anything, so I have no fucking clue who it is.
0: It's like so in uh, in Star Wars Rebels, they had uh, they brought Lando back, like a younger Lando. But this was like before Solo and Donald Glover, so they had I... Billy D. voice the character. Oh and no! He's super old, and it just you can just <laughs> hear the oldness in his voice. And that was the case with this one too. Hey, I'm young Lando. <coughs> <laughs> yeah, so so Sadie opens up Sadie's Cow Palace. <laughs> it and just it's, sounds it's, like you can get a very get,
1: funny name.
0: Really yeah. really
1: just sounds like you can get your your cow jollies off in there. Yeah, you can
0: get all kinds of utter nonsense in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, just head over to the, you know, the the cow palace.
0: You can get milked. You can get <laughs> oh fuck. You know, we hadn't
1: actually <laughs> talked about in in the sort of like gross anthropomorphization of the of the sexy lady cows. Mm-hmm. I hadn't, it had completely slipped my mind that cows have giant fucking udders and yeah, these that these have just been removed.
0: Convenient. They didn't make them fuckable enough. <laughs> <laughs> they just, they're really like tarting up these cows. But I guess
1: they gave them human breasts. So I guess that's what the udders would be ostensibly.
0: I guess. I guess. It's so weird. What if
1: if somebody could go back and edit a whole episode but draw udders on all the female cows? I want somebody to edit pictures of cows to remove the udder and just give them human breasts. (laughs) 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 Just real life cows. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Have you ever seen the pictures of sharks with people teeth? Yes. (laughs) 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 Oh, I'd be so into that. Ugh. Uh, so I think the only redeeming quality of this episode uh was how really, really cute that kid Cody is uh See, cause a I was a little calf pint, yeah, the calf pint. I was pretty in him because he he's like he's a legit little dude. Sadie not Sadie, uh Lily's like really worried about money this whole episode. Like it's you know, you can tell early on, like from the first bit of dialogue, we're like, oh, the theme of this episode is her money. Uh but he is <laughs> the theme constantly of this like this one
0: is money
1: and bills <laughs> yeah, and bills. appropriation through land annexation. <laughs> 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 but He's constantly worried about Lily's savings, and she's, like, still being a really nice lady and buying him all these new clothes. And he's like, oh, no, not all your savings. And at one point, when she's about to lose the saloon, he takes off his boots and is like, take these for a down payment. And I'm like, okay, this kid's going to grow up into a real solid Marshall Moo Montana. Uh, Like,
0: if they ever did a Christmas Carol episode. Yeah, but I still don't um, think kids need to know about
1: down payments. I think it's just too young (laughs) (laughs) to be worried about payment structures. About collateral? (laughs) yeah and compound interest (laughs) no it should all be as simple as that first moment in this episode where like Tweety Bird rides in on a horse with a bag with a dollar sign on it like that's as far as we need to go with kids
0: (laughs) yeah Clucky was a silly little little Tweety Bird that was definitely a Tweety Bird birds riding
1: horses just gets me (laughs) rock hard
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah go for it I know you hesitated but (laughs) <laughs> gotta be honest with us.
1: I have a boner for birds on horses. Uh, good, good. Whew, feels good to say that at last.
0: <laughs> I see. I would say my highlight of the episode was not Cody, but was the uh, competition between the businesses, uh, mm-hmm. where oh, <laughs> you know, Lily loses a lot of customers to Sadie because she's you know claiming she's got a better, better place, better establishment. Yeah. And so Lily puts up two sarsaparillas for one and they all run back. And then she, you know, Sadie does three sarsaparillas for one and they all run back. And then there's like, oh, free 10 gallon hats and then free 20 gallon hats. <laughs> Which, you yeah. Know, and then like, oh, well, you'll get a free drink. And then it's like, hey, everything's free and we'll pay you. <laughs> and apparently that's How what, is that business? How is that business? And apparently that's. The final straw that Miss Lily loses all the Fuck. money. I'd go to a saloon taxes.
1: that has free drinks and income. That sounds awesome.
0: Like, look, Lily, just literally ride this out. <laughs> <laughs> that is not an everlasting business model.
1: No, no. I don't know. It's 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 pretty unclear where uh, where Sadie got that seed money from uh, maybe from the mayor. But I don't yeah. know. I don't know. Again, it's forcing us to think about loans and down payments. And I hate that. So uh, <laughs> let's move on. We do some cowboy nonsense because there's like a distracting uh, tactic by Boothill and Saddlesore to get the marshals away from what's going on. Yeah. There's some cowboy nonsense. Moo lassos a horse's fucking neck and the horse almost dies. And
0: it's the a pretty other tr- horse grabs his, bites his tail and pulls <laughs> all of them up. All of them off. <laughs> a cl-
1: they're about to fall off a cliff. I don't know. It's some like almost animal on animal cruelty moments but in the end it's more cowboy nonsense that we probably to There was even a fun
0: line during that cowboy nonsense though that was uh Dakota or no Moo Moo Montana was talking to Dakota and Dakota was just agreeing like yep 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 and then like you're a pretty agreeable fella aren't you Dakota
1: <laughs> Yep <laughs> <laughs> Oh Good. they're they're cute together they're Cute there was also a funny little part where Colorado was trying to be like, I don't understand why anybody doesn't come to your place, Miss Miss Lily. The only problem with the only thing about the other one is like, well, the drinks are cheaper, the girls are more attractive.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Colorado kid has no chill. No. He has no chill. He's trying does... to get his big old cow d- nice and wet.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh no.
1: Oh, we might have to cut that. That's a little rough. <laughs> would it
0: would it be fun? Would it be fun if we bleeped you? Yeah, we could try. Like a, I think we should. I think we should have
1: him bleep you and leave this conversation <laughs> in. Yeah, well, the thing
0: I like that Dakota did was bus, was busk for money and sing about heifer heaven. Well, that was Colorado. Oh, that's what? Yeah. Sorry. That's you fucking idiot. It was idiot. a state. You know, it's the name of a state, and it's a cow. <laughs> you gotta give me some fucking slack here.
1: Yeah, he busks for money, and uh, and then the other two basically just stand around and ask for money. Dakota is just looking in, like really intense, and people are like, "Oh, okay, here's money." And Moo is just smiling with a bucket, and people give him money because he's You know, they're thirsty for that Moo. <laughs> That's a good point. I would be. I get it. <laughs> uh, so things sort of come to a head. Uh, they're gonna take the saloon because she can't pay her taxes. And in a very strange moment at the end, where Sadie has basically won, Lily challenges her to like a a I don't know a, like dance a dance hall tournament.
0: Yeah, like a yeah, it's
1: weird. And she's like, okay, great. Like, for the for the whole out thing. Who
0: can vaudeville the other person? <laughs> It's just because that was their history. So they had a history together mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. Sadie and Lily worked at a different town and they were like showgirls in another town and did like a musical numbers and <laughs> she and Lily did a good one and then Sadie went up and kind of just ate shit on stage and everybody <laughs> threw tomatoes at her and booed. And so she's had a she's you know, she so like revenge. my grandma
1: Right. Yeah, so after after she after she goofed it on stage, she swore herself to the plot of you know the Count of Monte Cristo <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: to yeah. wait twenty
1: years to to lay siege to Miss Lily's life much later, <laughs>
0: right. and then uh, you know she couldn't pass up the a final duel. No, and, she could. You know, Lily gets up and starts doing, and then Sadie jumps in and just like jumps right in front of her, doing her garbage. Yeah, and, and then they just then they just fight. Then they just, they just all fight. Out fight. They pull their hair, and uh, Colorado is playing the piano that starts to weird like does an organic <laughs> like shrinks and morphs. And I think it's because the, the I think it's because the Tweety Bird so the,
1: the, the the bird on the horse crashed into it earlier in the episode, and I think they they really shoddily repaired it. So I think oh. it's, it's like the piano slowly falling apart while he plays. It never goes I, anywhere. That bit makes no, no sense.
0: I could not track that.
1: Uh, the one that I, the one that I liked is that they're they're sort of like ripping ribbons off of each other and getting real down and dirty. And uh, Dakota like puts his hands over Cody's eyes. Yeah, like you mm, know, I don't know. I get it. Like I'm they acknowledge that we that these women are are dressed are dressed for for uh, for nighttime business. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, and I you know that's that trope that I hate too. Is the like women always in competition and like the the cat fight
1: yeah it's really thing frustrating
0: devolve into a cat fight and the pulling hair and ripping clothes and everything but lily does like chuck her over the across the room into <laughs> yeah she goes to
1: town <laughs> uh yeah i don't know and then the episode ends because moo Mu, moo's been snooping and he be snooping and he has found out all the paperwork about the oil and so he shows up in the saloon and shoots the ground and an oil springs up and he's like there now you can pay your taxes for, like, 5,000 years because you're <laughs> hella rich.
0: What? So is Lily just going to – is she going to, like, put a well in the <laughs> saloon? No, is they're just, just going to let like, it
1: spray and fill up the whole saloon and give all sorts of damage to their property.
0: I don't understand how – I mean, the properties is... – That's
1: classic cartoon logic, though, because anytime oil oil spr- – that's, like, old Looney Tunes shit. Oil springs up out of the ground, and instantly you've won, and there's no more work to do.
0: Right, but it's not yeah. in the middle of their business.
1: If Bologna had just watched, there will be blood. Then he would know that he just has to wait a while and drink up her milkshake. He could just drink deep of that milkshake. He doesn't even have to own the land.
0: No, if it's a cow and it's her milkshake, is that? You know, uh oh, oh like, no! A weird thing? What's that? Is that the end of our segment? Oh, we
1: gotta go. <laughs> we can't talk about that. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. We should we should close on a strong note, and that's it. <laughs> Well, my
1: friend Austin Bridges in the, in the pit of, in the money pit, the money bin as, uh, as the place where our money goes. Well, ring a ding ding.
0: Our... Hello. I'm that's me. I'm one of the rat pack. I'm one of the famous <laughs> rat pack. That's why I say, well, that's why hello. I say
1: those rat pack stuff. So here's what I'm thinking today. <laughs> you can tell us about one of our, one of our brand new advertisers, Somebody's somebody's so fresh and so hot and so with it that, uh, they barely need an introduction Yet, I will do them the service of finishing this sentence. Austin, I would like <laughs> you to tell us about doing it Jeff-style. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been waiting for oh, this one.
0: I am, I'm so happy you asked about doing it Jeff-style.
1: Uh, I have so many questions, but I'll wait for you to finish.
0: Right. So, here's the fun thing about doing it Jeff-style. Is that... So... You thought VHS tapes were done, right? No. I
1: was pretty clear on that, yeah. I
0: always thought that. (laughs) No, it turns out VHS tapes aren't done. They're not done because you haven't seen this series of VHS tapes, uh, the Doing It Jeff Style collection. And so all of these 36 VHS tapes come from a man named Jeff Style. (laughs) <laughs> and and it, so it, it's spelled doing it, comma, Jeff style. And each video is an, is sort of a video essay about why, uh, one, he likes to do it. And that's sex, ha- having sex. And oh. um, he talks about uh, doing a, a masturbate on his penis. He talks about uh, maybe why you should do a sex with his penis. Oh. Um, and just kind of general tips about doing it. Uh, with, <laughs> with his penis <laughs> <laughs> and and so uh doing it, comma Jeff Style, uh, is just like when you pop these good old VHS tapes that are kinda old and greasy and and uh made pretty recently actually uh you're just you're gonna learn so much about Jeff Style um and his objectively great penis. Uh, <laughs>
1: Wait so do you see be it? Be sure
0: to check it out. Uh I yeah, I've seen all the tapes. But- yeah, it shows up very prominently
1: <laughs> Okay Wow
0: Yeah, so you can order it through uh, An old Scholastic Book Fair catalog <laughs> uh, Not sure how it got in there I think it's sort of
1: Right next to the Beverly Cleary books
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I think they meant to get rid of it But they still honor and ship those tapes So uh, be sure to check it out
1: Oh man, that's me coming up for air in this big old bowl of soup.
0: Ah, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah.
1: Saying. What? What's Eddie doing down at the bottom of that soup? Here we are. We're trying up here at this top, trying to have a conversation. Why is he down he was, at the bottom? He was
0: fishing for lentils. <laughs> Dang this.
1: <laughs> you know, all the best soup treasures are at the bottom of the bowl. You got to scrape it. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, the soup treasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, widely known. Uh, and, oh, oh, what's this, what's this little lentil I found here? It's a beautiful episode of Cyber Six, number five. It's called Lori is Missing. Here we go. Got a little cyber Marie. Lori, a student at Meridiana High School, falls in love with Adrian, but is disgusted to find Cyber Six at the apartment. After telling Lucas that Adrian is really Cyber Six, well, she doesn't really say that, but she sees Cyber Six at the apartment, Lori is captured by Jose's gang. Cyber Six rescues Lori and foils Jose's mission to rob the National Bank. Uh, yeah. There's way too much that happens in this episode.
0: As, yes, there's. As, it's quite is, a
1: busy one. That's pretty true about all the Cyber Six episodes. They're incredibly ambitious about what they try and shove in. Uh, true.
0: It's true, although I feel like this was less substantial, pound for pound, <laughs> yeah. than some of the other ones. I, I think it was... Kind of empty plot points. I
1: don't know in the comic book if Lori Because in the, supposedly by the first episode of Cyber Six, in the comic, Lori is this character who we know some stuff about. Like she's the leader of this gang. And we've been able to kind of piece that together, you know, from from context clues here. But it's really never addressed. And this time we're given the expectation that we're supposed to be interested in her still. um, hmm And she has no real redeeming qualities she's what? had a- I'm sorry Laurie yeah. has no redeeming qualities Are you really Well like as a as a char- not a, as a as a protagonist as the hero of the episode we have not been told why we are why we are interested in her I don't know I think by the end of this episode uh we we sort of we've gotten a bit of a taste of what the real Laurie is like sure when we've actually spent some time with her she's actually like she's shown to be pretty competent sassy smart she's got a big vocabulary she's she,
0: she does computer stuff
1: yeah she's got computer skills like it's interesting that she's such a like underachiever uh okay, when, she, okay. when she has clearly so much potential as like a good student you know but she just found her like, kind of constantly kind of grading but i think you're right that she she does have she's got shit going on i don't she she made me laugh a lot uh, this episode, so maybe cool. I think this is the cool. this is the flip no, side of, I'll of shut last my clam time. Spot. No, you, no, you don't need to shut that clam spot. I like the way it smells, but the thing is, <laughs> oh, <Jesus. boy>.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I think last time when we were talking about that Mudman episode, I was the odd man out and I didn't really enjoy it, and you guys did. So maybe yeah, this sure. is the flip. You know, you guys weren't into this one, but I was. So I don't know. We can have a fight about it if you want, but I want that clam spot open.
0: Yeah, I mean, to me, <laughs> the biggest. Uh, my biggest frustration with this episode was I felt like it was just a lot of weaker storytelling than it could have been Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. where specifically there was a weird choice where Lori was um, running away from, or not running away. She was leaving. She leaving Cypress Six's apartment or just no, 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 she wasn't even leaving Cyber 6 apartment. She was spray painting on the wall with her gang and then just randomly walked into Jose and had like a meet cute, with jose in the in an alley (laughs) and drop their stuff and she got his data disc that had his secret computer plan for a drill it's like little computer game (laughs) yeah he made himself like drilling into the (laughs) national bank Uh -uh. Um, but the fact that she um she runs into jose by accident and gets tangled up in his stuff completely regardless of cyber Six, to me felt like a weird it's that convenience stuff yeah. where they could have tied it together so much better, in my opinion. Oh, if, for sure. If she had gotten kidnapped, sort of as a result of being in Cyber Six's world.
1: Yeah, like because of going and like spying on Adrian's apartment, she got she could have gotten wrapped up in something there at the scene of some sort of kerfuffle, you know, which would have right. made some and kind then, of sense.
0: And then well, it's one of those things where, where in like
1: a, in a, in a child's cartoon. There's a sort of there's a sort of implicit um, higher risk of danger like at night than real mm-hmm, life, mm-hmm. but the fact that she's just out at night is kind of impetus for for crazy things happening, and we saw that we see that with um, with Lucas as well. Like just being out at night is pretty is pretty risky,
0: right? Well, well we... I mean, there's also another. Similar case where at the end of the episode, Lucas is literally just kind of wandering the street and there's yeah. like a, you know, a scared hipster who's like, oh no, <laughs> there was a giant drill over there and he well, runs and then suddenly he's part of it too. At that
1: time he was explicitly out looking for Lori, but it was, it. there are, there are three different instances in this episode that you, I mean, you're very correct. It's almost like Meridiana is about a five block square And that's about it. Like you don't. Right. There are 10 characters. You'd have to try hard not to run into someone because Lucas goes out looking for Adrian and just finds him on a bridge like that doesn't happen in a town. You can't just like find a person on the street. Uh, And that happens several times, like you said, where characters just sort of accidentally run into each other on the street in what is supposed to be a pretty large metropolitan area. Uh, But that's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess Rory's right. Like it's to be expected at night for sure when when the spooky things happen
0: <laughs> yeah that's when, that's another, when the scary suit comes weird out. thing also while we're just kind of talking about things that frustrated me <laughs>
1: <laughs> um this is austin's you know, once, frustration once, once section. Lori gets
0: kidnapped because so she takes the disc by accident of jose and then jose realizes immediately he doesn't have it and then they go snatch her up uh about i my guess is like two hours later lucas is eating night spaghetti and meets up he's he's having his spaghetti for
1: one. He's having his, his sad spaghetti. His sad spl- pasta watch.
0: <laughs> pasta watch. <laughs> uh,
1: Where Lucas Lucas is drowning his sorrows in a, in the at the bottom of a bowl of spaghetti.
0: Right. And and the broadcast on TV is like a girl is missing. She didn't come home today after school. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. it, it it has to be what like two hours later. Yeah. Like she didn't come home at five o'clock. And she, I mean, you know, she leads a gang. She didn't come home at five o'clock and like a couple hours later because it couldn't be like that late. Yeah. Anyway, it, it's just it was a weird that didn't really make any sense why there was a huge news bulletin about a missing girl like an hour after she didn't show up at home. Just really
1: cracks yeah, off Certainly, certainly nights. some cra- compressed there.
0: Then again, if you're living in a city where like tentacle water monsters come out of the ocean, <laughs> I bet everybody's a little more on edge. <laughs> when you're not yeah. meeting curfew. Well,
1: speaking of a yeah. little moron, uh Jose in this episode. Oh, we we open on Jose running a hilarious <laughs> program. He and, I just <laughs> I can't I can't with this. His his whole plan is to he's got like this giant overdeveloped drill tank that he has built. He's going <laughs> to drill under the ground and come up somehow unnoticed, I guess, underneath the National Bank. Uh, but the whole program that controls this whole situation from his computer is basically like a side-scrolling dig dug game that he's programmed himself and he's so proud of.
0: Uh this episode was especially cartoony this time. Did yes. anybody else notice that? Yeah, like, absolutely. It seemed like they hit it they hit the, the like tiny tunes beats a lot more in this one than a <laughs> few others. Yeah. Just more weird sound effects and
1: though they uh, missed an opportunity tape. to do kind of a childish joke because our our uh, our sweet panther man is uh out doing some investigating on his own and he ends up in the sewers a lot and like immediately after he comes out of a sewer pipe he jumps into Cyber Six's apartment and starts licking on her and like he's got to smell like poo gas right like <laughs> it's
0: probably, <he> probably <laughs> smells
1: awful like he probably smells really bad <laughs> but they didn't play that for a laugh she's just hugging him and I'm like she What's with her nose? What's wrong with you? He smells like poo gas. Uh, stinky shit, which is shown
0: up in your apartment. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this nasty poopy panther
0: <laughs> comes into your house.
1: What do you do when a poopy panther shows up in your house? Will you be ready? Um,
0: this jungle cat smells like piss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, yeah, so there's there's actually one thing that happens that's kind of story important, which is that uh, Lori through some weird snooping finds out Adrian's address, goes to his apartment and through a keyhole sees Adrian dressed up as Cyber Six and think Adrian thinks Adrian is like dating this woman Cyber Six who later she right. calls like a right. a, a, a kinky like chick a in kinky, a black cape.
0: Which is a little adult for a, little bit. For a, yeah. a show that was a little on bit. like the Fox Box or whatever talking <laughs> about like some kinky lady. Yeah. In leather.
1: Uh, kind of surprised she, that got through no kidding no kidding uh but she she tells lucas about that and lucas is instantly like super upset because he thinks adrian <laughs> yeah. has his his lady because the as two a people he's girlfriend. in love with he are he thinks are boning without him <laughs> at least invite me <laughs> i could just be there uh Lucas, yeah. He, so this episode sort of—it's like up a it's rip. like he's gonna be upset when he finds out Adrian and Cyber Six are the same person, not because of the lie, but because it's one less person in their menage a trois.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh, oh, come come on. on! He designs my fantasies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have to throw out
0: all my all my
1: journals. Lame. <laughs> What's this fan art good for anymore? Uh. So yeah, it kind of sets up like a rift between the two of them because mm-hmm. Lucas is pretty upset with Adrian the whole episode. Uh, which I don't know, maybe we'll carry forward, maybe won't, but at least now Lucas knows that Adrian knows Cyber Six, so they can kinda of like talk about that a little more freely rather than Adrian kinda of having to or being able to duck the question all the time. hmm Uh so that might be kind of fun. Uh But I don't know. What what else what else happens in this episode that's worth uh worth mentioning? Um there's a bunch of drill. Um, so, so we mentioned oh, Jose runs into Lori at night, and that's how she gets kidnapped. And so, mm-hmm. uh, and that's and so for the rest of the episode, we she's she's in the tunnel causing causing mayhem. Uh, Cyber Six comes to save her. They fight the drill. Uh, it I guess it kind of devolves into cyberpunk nonsense.
0: A little. So there's there's, there's something I do want to say though about okay. this show that the more I realize the cyber the cyber six theme does not work well as like an action stinger <laughs> no they bring in these like anemic midi string instruments that do the kind of this the weird cyber six theme during a heroic moment as a yeah. stinger and it just it does not work it's not well, it's yeah it's not the kind of theme that it needs to be
1: and i i mentioned this in a previous episode but i think i cut it out for time but the The music in this show is is pretty uh, disappointing on the whole. Uh, It really misses a lot of opportunities to, like, enhance the action and instead sort of opts for, like you said, sort of sexless MIDI and uh, sort of weird choices that don't match tone at the the right time.
0: Uh, Yeah.
1: I think that's a pretty good example of it cuz I like the theme on its own but uh but not not as like coming in like a
0: dinosaur. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't work. They're using it like that's what it is, but it's absolutely not that.
1: No. <laughs> you know, it's
0: this like strange meditation on love and and <laughs> <real> will. <laughs> and <laughs> that's not what needs to happen when you know, when she swoops down from the sky and kicks somebody in the face. No. So, and then we get more fire in this episode. Another fire explosion ending. I think yeah. we're four for five on ex- yeah. on fire explosion. ending. I think I think you might <laughs> be right.
1: Meridiana is going to be burned to the ground by the time we're done. Yeah. Uh, actually, my my favorite moment in this episode. So they've they've captured Lori and, uh, you know, they're trying to find the right CD that has the program on it and all this stuff. But she's like tied up to a pole and Jose is trying to like, you know, mess with her the whole time. And, and she, like, talks down to him like a kid, and he's like, I am not a child. And she says, my uh, sick burn of the week, she's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're not a child. You're just vertically challenged, mentally insufficient, and physically incapable.
0: Which is just <laughs> yeah, so good. fucking just... It's a, it's a clinical rip.
1: I've actually i I was taking notes last night, and I'd already written that in as the title for for this for this liner <laughs> note. <It's laughs> vertically challenged, mentally insufficient, and physically what is it? Physically incapable. incapable. So, which good. again is like slipping slipping one in past the past the the, the you the hoosers the censors. He mm-hmm. just said his bit. little dingleberry doesn't hang well. <laughs> <didn't it? laughs> you can't do the deed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, there's a there's some good moments where. uh, like she makes fun of him a little bit and then all the fixed ideas start laughing at him because like, oh, right, because she like hits on him a little and he starts getting into it. And then she's like, just kidding, you nerd. <laughs>
0: you believed it? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> and then all the goons start laughing at him. Like it was kind of nice. Like I liked Lori in those moments. I was having a good time.
0: What a dweeb, Meister. Yeah, as, as soon as she wasn't just completely moon eyed over Adrian and was actually <laughs> actually had some agency. Yeah, uh-huh. good point. Then she actually was became a character. Yeah. You know, like before she had like a weird like Regency romance fantasy of of her and Adrian in a grassy meadow, Mm -hmm. like sipping tea Uh, and, you know, just like doodling on the on her book and and really having no concept of boundaries and like showed up as house with a gift and. Like, before right got which some- is
1: which is too bad because like the interesting thing is that as a character her her sort of you know learnfulness for him is is uninteresting or like you know one note and and and, and all of that not a not a great female character the flip side is all of the all of that stuff would be interesting if we were more solidly in adrian's point of view like what am i fucking supposed to do about this chick who's crossing yeah. all these boundaries and totally it mm-hmm. really
0: <laughs> uh yeah. speaking of what of what adrian's supposed to do lucas also does not help on that because no. adrian seeks out lucas for advice and like what do i do about this girl and he's like i don't know run uh, <laughs> like, like don't worry run. about it and like she'll like forget about it in a couple weeks or whatever
1: yeah and like i don't know it's odd but like i was getting I, the first part of this episode I was beginning to worry about Lori, like, man, has she got some weird shit going on at like at home? Like, what's with this like intense, almost freaky attachment to this teacher? And she's like drawing him all the time and daydreaming about him yeah. all the time. Like, I don't know what's going on. But then they made her kind of more like a real person and I got uh pretty into her. I was I was enjoying I it. think they were they were just trying to sell a high school crush and I don't know, maybe went way over the top with yeah. how a person should behave or Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a shot at the end, you know, after all is said and done and everything's on fire. Uh, you know, Lucas shows up and kind of saves Lori and takes her out. And Cyber 6 and Data 7 are standing uh, way up on a on a girder looking down. And Lori looks up and she sort of makes like this little smirky face like, you know, like, I see you, bitch. I respect you. I know <laughs> yeah. what's going on. You know, like, it's right. kind of nice. Like, she's sort of like over it and kind of thinks Cyber 6 is pretty cool, uh, which I'm into. I'm into her sort of having a little bit of a role model there. Right. Uh yeah. 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 I don't so know.
0: hopefully if we do see laurie again, she will be better. So I would like <laughs> to see this like tech savvy gang leader yeah. teenager more.
1: Totally. I think that you're right. I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Just be part of the gang.
0: All right. That's
1: yeah. the show. Cyber Six. Oh, so actually, before we end this segment, I do want to say, Rory, I feel like I, I feel like I owe you this. Uh, you can, you can do whatever you want with your clam spot. That's your own business. I don't actually. <laughs> that's that's not my business to that's tell you my what to do to with your clam Today spot. Today we learned
0: a lot about clam spots. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go to a sponsor. All right, we'll put down that wooden spoon and spit out all that soupy little, you little chuckle monster, Austin.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Because guess I've what? Done it's time for
1: you to sell us sell us on on another one of our sponsors. Okay. All right. So this week is a is a sponsor you've already helped us with before, so I think you could just jump right in and tell us about still doing it with Jeff.
0: <laughs> well, okay. So I told you about the VHS set. Well,
1: yeah, doing it, it Jeff style. It turns out.
0: About doing it Comma Jeff style. It turns out he made some DVDs. And so I think he finally got the picture that the VHS tapes were not really selling or people just weren't finding that Scholastic Book Fair magazine to order the VHS tapes. And he learned how to make DVDs. Um, And so this next one, still doing it with Jeff, uh, is is kind of a weird portrait of... (laughs) of uh, how a man can spiral. (laughs) You know, it got it got a little weird. So he's still talking about if you remember in the last one, he's talking about his fabulous penis and and doing sex (laughs) on him with him and and still doing it. It looks like he's sort of, you know, been been on this weird marathon of of sexual masturbation with his penis (laughs) that uh, has not taken a, a healthy turn you know he's really like it's not looking good down there that ding dong is not has not had a good cleaner or had you know some a break really it has got some had burnout a, marks? A it needed to take a nap and it hasn't it's been up you know, up all night so to speak um and and so he's still doing it and he's just he's in a lot of pain it hurts and he just wants to keep on going and I think he's maybe on drugs but you can buy this DVD set uh, and it's you know, it's still some good advice some good good sex having tips and tricks uh, and you can get a 15 percent discount by using our offer code on his brand new website, which is uh, Jeff styles for sex <laughs> dot web. And, uh, Just just go and do it. And, and hopefully hopefully that poor man can give that Peter that Peter boy uh, a, a break. Have him take a nap. Do it for Peter. Do it, do it for <laughs> for sweet for a sweet Pete. oh <laughs> uh, welcome back, listeners. This is my voice when I'm in the soup. This is <laughs> my new soup voice that I've taken over from the broths that have made me into this new person. So welcome back, and we're about to. T- I, I can't.
1: I guess I'm okay. still a, I'm still a bay leaf. Are we doing I just this? Got,
0: I got out of the soup again. Cause I, that's, <laughs> that voice was taking me over. Uh, and you know, we're not here to talk about soup really today. That's, we're here to talk you about Sailor me. Moon. We're here to talk about Sailor Moon. Okay. Okay. But we're here to talk about a really great episode of Sailor Moon fucking insane. called Kitty Chaos. A
1: delicious episode.
0: This is, this is why we watch this show. <laughs> and here's the synopsis. Luna becomes the object of a very fat, ordinary cat's attentions. <laughs> Both Zoocyte and the Sailor Guardians detect traces of the last rainbow crystal around the home of this cat's owner and go to investigate.
1: Now, they say ordinary cat, I think, to bury the lead that he's our, <laughs> he's our monster. But also, this is a blue cat from the beginning. There's nothing ordinary about this cat. It's, it's a horrific, like a green- careless, blue <laughs> monstrosity kind of like a light
0: lime green cat
1: this thing is a cat in name only
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sort of a it's like a totoro that i
1: i love this cat his name is hercules but you want to know Her name a re- is hercules a really fucking fun fact is that in japanese in the original version his name is rhett butler <laughs> like broken with the wind
0: <laughs> like a first and a last name
1: yeah this cat's name is <laughs> Rhett Butler in Japanese
0: well we're gonna refer to him as Rhett Butler for the rest of the episode and for the rest of time
1: <laughs> the biggest tragedy is that this is his only episode he doesn't come
0: back god damn it that's so upsetting speaking
1: it's... of recurring characters I didn't think I would get to see again
0: <laughs> Chad is back Chad is back <laughs> hail to the king baby <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm oh. so into Chad, you guys. Chad. Oh, I <laughs> missed you, Chad. This
0: episode has everything. <laughs> Chad. Large cats. <laughs> Chad.
1: A wall of rats.
0: And voicemail pranks.
1: Now, one <laughs> thing that I thought was pretty cool was that uh, this would... this You know, this is it's not abnormal for an anime to do um, just a completely out-of-tone comedy episode in the middle yeah. of nowhere.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But I felt like this one... For, it really usually when usually you they leave aside. It's really goofy and no plot or character things happen. It's just a slapstick episode. Yeah, like the villains. And this on managed vacation to pack a in a week. ton of character and also for you know forward the plot, which was amazing. Yeah, it yeah, was just a was comedy show that. for a week so well. Oh god, it was so much fun. Uh I actually yeah, so, uh, we should we should go through this one a little closer. Uh Yeah, we yeah. should
0: because every every element in this episode was fantastic. <laughs> every, every second beat, of this show every is beat delightful. You plot. You just got to suck up like a tasty soup.
1: So I got to <laughs> I got to uh talk about a thing and ask a question. So the entire first half of this episode, Luna is being chased by a metric fuck ton of stray cats. Do we know All why? The alley cats yes. in Tokyo. The alley cats. She's upset the alley cats. Like, what also, did she we do? did have
0: Serena in the opening narration confirm that there are all the alley cats in Tokyo. All of them. <laughs> and that, is that the first time she's mentioned Tokyo? Yes. And not just like a city? And, and there's one city where we are. Just like America town. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but they're after her. It's like like they're, they're all like pouring out of an alley and you think they're going to stop. But there's like a city blocks length of a five foot wide just constant stampede of cats
0: yeah i love the in media res opening here of a, <laughs> of a giant herd of cats with no explanation
1: god it's so much fun uh, it really grabs your attention right away
0: yeah especially the fucking fish head tuxedo mask rose oh it's so
1: nice and then it's just this big fucking fatty up on top of a building and like he meows angrily and they all run away like i guess he's kind of a big deal in the world of stray cats well he's huge he is huge yeah. It's true. Uh, but it's so it's so good. So it's clear that uh, Rhett Butler has a big old crush on Luna.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but first, before we, we fully find that out, all the cats leave after being scared off, and then this tiny little cat continues <laughs> to nibble at the, like, literally oh sucking at the end of, of <laughs> Luna's, Luna's tail. tail. Just for, like, a full minute. Like, it goes on <laughs> way longer than it should. More- <laughs> never and he, sure he, why
1: he bears his like 007 like jaws teeth like his teeth yeah, are made of steel
0: yeah and then he walks off and then rhett butler shows up and just starts licking on the the raw the
1: now stuff. very more phallic layout, like <laughs> raw wounded yeah. tail
0: yeah he starts like licking on it <laughs> and luna's and like that whoa that's fucking personal longer than it should <laughs> <laughs> it's like what is this fucking scene <laughs> What is this episode? Yeah, it's it's got it's like it has to be like a different regular director or something. It's God, just I'm
1: so into it though.
0: The the vibe was so different from tip to tail.
1: Uh <laughs> and then so, cut to Ray is trying to get Darian to hang out with her.
0: Yeah, she's like ditched the Sailor
1: Scouts for a day cuz she wants to go on a date with Darian, except she hasn't locked in the date with Darian and so we we see her like trying to call and and ask him out. But it goes straight to voicemail. Yeah, he's uh, ghosting on her.
0: He's ghosting on her. He's in the room, but he's not paying attention because he's busy
1: <laughs> on his balcony brooding about crystals.
0: <laughs> Although I think it's good we get confirmation that Darian is now is like fully aware. He's He is clearly both Tuxedo Mask and Darian. Yes, that's helpful. Right. So as Darian, he's still thinking about getting rainbow crystals. Getting jewels. It was still sort of hard to tell before. And, you know you'd see Darien walking around doing his regular Darien thing and mm-hmm. Yeah, from yeah. so now But I
1: gather like, you know, we see we see that the identities are, you know, blurring together, but there are still times where he doesn't seem to be that concerned with Sailor Scout stuff. But I guess that's the same with the Sailor Scouts too, so maybe that's just part of the tone of the show.
0: Yeah. Now the Sailor Scouts, they can actually scan for crystals. <laughs> yeah. They yeah pull like I don't know what I the guess... fuck they were doing before. Right now they figured out just how to locate it and they because now they're ahead of time on Zoocyte there it's not just like a random person that they were friends with and then it turned out I mean in in a way that did happen
1: to Luna this is also sort of indicate you know status quo for when a show really breaks breaks the norm is we see all the characters in before unseen like street street clothes they're not in their like one cartoon outfit Yep. right they're in like a brand new flashy set a set of digs,
0: walking set of out flags. on a Saturday. They throw yeah. they throw a bunch of really great different outfits on on the sailor scouts on the regular. I think, mm-hmm. but
1: you could be right. But I think they're often in their school garb enough sure. so that that it kind of this this felt this felt uh, noticeable and noteworthy. Yeah,
0: I mean it's another case of where, like I think there was one time in the last arc of this show where they. To, instead of the plots coming to them, they were like, "Let's go, like, actually figure this stuff out." Yeah, and, and we've also, and it's, it's worth mentioning that. too
1: that maybe we, since we've skipped some of the ones that the the dub had deemed unnecessary or too too dirty, that we may <laughs> have also seen skipped over a couple of these sort of comedy episodes. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true.
0: true. Yeah, like the the beach ghosts episode. <laughs> yeah, the beach ghosts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's another tangential silly one. Um, but so th- so.
1: Yeah, they they end up uh, sort of tracking down this crystal. They track it to a house, which is like we said in the summary, it's the it's the owner of Rhett Butler. It's this little girl. It's where she lives. And so, of course, they think it's the girl because hitherto it's always been people that have the crystal inside. Right. Um, And so they show up here. But Luna is really reticent to go inside because she sees Rhett Butler in the window and he's like so hungry for that Luna.
0: And it would mm-hmm. have
1: been a really fun twist that I... It's the one kind of disappointment I have with this episode was that, you know, they, they signal it's the cat so hard and so early that everybody's confusion about it is less entertaining. Yeah.
0: Right. I mean, and people figure it out kind of without a lot of evidence. It's just because the plot yeah. needs them needs them to get to point B. And so... Yeah, that was that was a little bit of a weaker spot.
1: But in this episode, and as silly as it was, I think it would have been really fun to truly be surprised that the cat was the was the the rainbow mm-hmm. crystal. Yeah. Right. I think maybe to do that though, they would have had to start seeding Rhett Butler a few episodes ago. Like oh. Or just not been a cartoonishly huge <laughs> blue cat. <laughs> <laughs> like we could still have done an episode where it's like Luna stuff and Sailor Scout stuff, and I think we could have gotten away with it. Mm -hmm. right possibly maybe not anyway uh yeah there there's kind of like a uh warriors come out and play moment where all the uh (laughs) the the stray cats come back and they show up right outside of the house and luna's alone because she didn't want to go inside and so like the uh butler like runs to save her and then like there everybody sort of like scatters to the wind at that point and uh Right around, so, like, Luna and Rhett Butler and the cats are all off in one direction. Uh, the cat's owner goes off thinking that she's knows where she's going, and she ends up in an alleyway getting, like, totally dogged by <laughs> Uh great. And then the the sailor scouts are like, what the fuck is going on? Uh, and Zoesite, sort of without explanation, has, like, rat powers, right? Did I miss something?
0: Well, yeah, we'll get to the rats in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I okay. actually love that part very much. But... Me too um but do they explain why
1: she has rats
0: she Is doesn't what, what, she doesn't have her no.
1: she's running from the rats the whole time until such oh, time as geez, later I
0: completely missed it
1: yeah 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 but do, does she
0: gain control of them
1: it's fucking weird and they don't explain okay, it i love okay. it we'll get there but, yeah. but they're
0: in the alley and zoocyte like checks the girl and she's like knocked out cold and and like oh no the crystal's not okay it must be the must be the cat and then three sailor scouts show up jamming into this very narrow alleyway, <laughs> like trying to do their cool poses, but they're clearly like cramped. Yeah. They're like <laughs> a leg on top of someone else's face. And it's like, <laughs> you know, it's very funny. It's a very good yeah, little spin but on their typical hero pose.
1: Right in this moment, we, we get like the moment that launched a thousand ships, yeah. uh, because Amy falls like, ass over tea kettle in the middle of this alleyway and gives Lita like this front seat view to her back seat. And <laughs> yeah, she flashes her real good. And Lita's looking down at Amy's butt and just blushing hardcore. And uh, man, people went bonkers oh. over that shit.
0: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they did. And <laughs> still do.
1: Yeah. Um, the Jupiter Mercury thing began. Like this is before uh, we even have this Uranus. The, the, the inceptive moment. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. like that's not even the canonical lesbian characters. Like, we don't get those right. for a while. Like that's that's Uranus and Neptune, but like yeah, it's it's hilarious. But it's it's a good little moment. She's just like it was a really prolonged moment of her just staring at Amy's butt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's yeah, it was and it was good physical comedy, you know, Absolutely. just being all jammed in this alleyway. It was real good. Um, We we get a little
1: bit of Rhett Butler's little little cat butthole in this episode, too. (laughs) Yeah,
0: we get Luna being total, like, human centipede, like, really human centipeding (laughs) with his butthole, like, in this tight (laughs) ventilation shaft. They're just, like, ass to mouth for for a good minute.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. So, yeah, they have to escape into the sewers to get away from the cats, and then they're down in the sewer, and Zoesite has followed down to the sewer, but now, (laughs) you know... Zoysite gets this whole rest of the episode to suddenly be put sort of into a fish out of water scenario, yeah. where she is suddenly we learn zoocyte is really ooged out by gross shit, <laughs> and like it takes no time for her to like accidentally step in muck and like get really like it that's, smells and that's
0: sewage too that's it, yeah that's piss and shit.
1: <laughs> it's, it's it's poo gas down there it's
0: piss and shit on your boot
1: and there is a moment. Where she follows, she's following where she thinks the crystal is. She turns around and ends it ends up accidentally finding a, a a a wall of rats. Yes, like a it's a wall of rats. And the camera pans backwards and the whole wall is covered in rats. And it she like
0: pans out, it's a very surreal moment. It it's is. kind of out of traditional framing and traditional staging, and it just kind of goes to this weird surreal like <laughs> tunnel. This like ongoing eternal tunnel of rats i now i'd like
1: i'd like you to go back to to beverly hills teens for a second and think of those those sick nasty curls that they were surfing on think of those big old waves now imagine that wave is all rats it's it's just rats and they're not drawn very specifically that's
0: actually very upsetting to some people
1: The the rats are like drawn chibi form. Like when it when you actually they're pay like attention so to one of the rats, Yeah, they look like potatoes with faces, and just a lot of them, and they're all squeaking. I don't know. It's fucking insane. But the rest of the Austin, episode, you're really on point with these Miyazaki references. This episode, I'm pretty happy yeah, about it. I mean,
0: I I definitely got a stronger Miyazaki vibe. I think in general from it.
1: Yeah. You, do it's you from... guys? You you guys want me to just? You want me to just fucking break <laughs> shit over here? <laughs> I'll get. I'll quit what, what, the podcast. What would
0: make you? What would make you so upset? <laughs> I mean, we just like talking about anime. <laughs> we just talking about anime for a bit. Yeah, Rory and I like just have fun talking about anime because we actually watch a, a good chunk of anime and have in our day.
1: Well I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know we were going to start this podcast. I didn't know I was going to lose so many friends today. <laughs> uh, so. Yeah, the the rats are really funny. They chase zoocyte for like the rest of the episode. So zoocyte is running after the cats, and the cats are running away from zoocyte, and the zoocyte is running away from the rats. And it's 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 pretty comical. It's real real, real funny. I don't like it a lot. Um,
0: yeah, it creates well. Yeah, because then because then becomes a master of rats. It creates <laughs> like a. A strange cocoon of rats with a, a little <laughs> eye hole. A yeah, little... she
1: like she becomes consumed by the rats, but be- emerges victorious as the king rat. <laughs> <laughs> the king, <laughs> you've heard yeah, of a rat, a rat so king; she's the queen rat queen.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh. Okay. So this is this is the thing that I really wanted to talk about. Uh, we get a a, a really fun moment with Ray and Chad. Uh, yes. And there's Chad some. Is back. Chad there's, shows back up and it's magical. There's kind of some meta shit not meta, but, like, some Japanese shit going on here that you guys probably didn't pick up on because you don't read Japanese. Uh-oh. Um. So, Somebody's I'll talk here. about that. Somebody you guys- here. Oh. How is, Andy, how is it you know so much Japanese but never watch any anime? <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me and Austin, we watch all this anime. <laughs> Oh, I have no recourse for this. I can't get mad. I, I can't. Do, I can't fight back. There's, there's no way I win. Call otaku. God fucking. Ooh, you want some crinkles? Let's, let's make the podcast fun for
0: everybody. Let's crinkles. Let's do crinkles. Okay, yeah, that
1: sounds like a real crunchy roll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so mad. <laughs> Andy, okay, Andy studied some... Japanese in his hero academia. <laughs>
1: i want you to blow up in in a fire explosion please please just be parts okay and he tells about your japanese adventures okay so uh i'll talk for a second so so ray ray and chad have this little moment it's really fun so on the face of it they they run into each other on the street because ray's kind of bummed about not being able to go out with darian she's a real sad sack about it uh chad shows up and he asks her to go get a burger with him, and then she wants to play hard to get, and is like, "Oh, I don't know." And he's like, "Oh, well, I guess a pretty girl like you's bound to be busy." And she's like, "Uh, I don't know." But then he's like gone, and she's worried that she played way too hard to get because she yeah. <laughs> but I I dug it like with all the crazy head games going on between between Ray and Darian yeah. and and uh, Andrew. This guy, this guy just took no for a fucking answer.
0: Yeah, and I, moved I on it. with his day. He's a real lesson to all of Chad. us. It's kind uh, of a nice surprise. So the part of this
1: scene that I want to talk about is what's going on in the advertisements behind them.
0: Yeah. I noticed the, that their faces were mirroring. Yes. The faces up there.
1: So, uh, it goes back and forth. And so, uh, to sort of paint the picture, Chad is standing in front of, they're both standing in front of what look like, uh, perfume and cologne ads. um, and so he's standing in front of one that's got a, a big face of a dude on it and then a bunch of text. And then she's facing, standing in front of one that has a face of a lady on it, and a bunch of text. Uh, her text never changes. It always says, like, uh, I am beautiful, the scent of autumn, or whatever. I'm, I, I did really rough translations on this when I was, I was in a hurry. Uh, but it says the scent of autumn. But his says Japanese boy. And then the rest of the text <laughs> changes every time we see it. So, so first time he's like... Asking her out, and the sign says, "Now's your chance." And the guy, and the guy, the guy's face looks really cool. And then it cuts to her, and the eye, and the like. The lady's face is like kind of sultry, and she's like, "Oh, I don't know." And it cuts back to him, and he's like feeling weird. He's like, "Oh, I guess you're busy." And the poster says, "Is that okay?" And the guy's like, the guy looks hella nervous, and it's drawn on like a really like like a wrinkle, like worry spot on his eyebrows. And then it cuts back to the, to Ray, and she. Uh, she's like the poster lady is is now looking super panicked and then it finally goes back to him and the 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 face on it is like resigned and sad and the poster says "Uh, goodbye farewell (laughs) (laughs) and it's fucking great like it's such a small thing but like if you don't speak japanese like it's lost and uh they didn't bother trying to translate it into the english so i thought i would bring that to your attention it's a fun bit
0: that is great that's very sweet. Uh, you are gonna get docked at least one point. I think it'll <laughs> be one demerit. All right, I'm out, I you guys. Start.
1: I'll see. I'll see y'all later. I'm. I quit. The. I quit. Uh, this is, this is
0: me Oh my I'm god, leaving. Rory's finally gonna go. <laughs>
1: we, we can finally have our, have our anime podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: For the audience out there, he did leave. He has gotten up and gone away.
0: Yeah, uh, for other audience members, we do typically razz him about about <laughs> anime. Uh, so this is this is no different. This is just a fun razzing that we've done to him, and and I think we've really done it this time. What's this?
1: Ah, uh, oh, there we go. Uncorked the uh, whiskey is how I'm going to do the rest of the podcast. I it's all all that I can do. We're going to drink some of this. Let's get back to Sailor Moon.
0: <laughs> I think. To jump back in, uh, we get a, a showdown with Zocite and Brett Butler.
1: And Zoesite wears the rats like armor.
0: Yeah. Yeah, 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 she does. And uh, she pulls the crystal out of the cat and turns into a giant hideous cat monster. You know, what's with that cat
1: monster? I'm kind of upset that we didn't get a name for this one or that gorilla creature from last time.
0: I thought like- I heard a name really briefly, but it was so fast that I couldn't make out the specific letters in it
1: yeah i don't know i i i didn't hear anything but i do i do like it 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 kind of is like a big uh like egyptian cat monster uh with yeah. like you know bracelet got and necklace like, and you know mm-hmm. kind of looks like i don't know vaguely like it's trying to evoke an isis sort of thing mm-hmm. and not you know terrorist isis so i just want to be clear the first one yeah. that river queen yeah that river queen isis um but, uh, I don't know, it, it's, it's, a, it's another weird one. It's clear that they were less worried about that plot because uh, he basically spends, like, maybe a minute as an evil cat before they turn him <laughs> right on back.
0: Well, they don't even turn him right on back. Like, he, he shakes it off for a second and then catches Luna when she's in trouble and remembers her. And then he just kind of walks up to Sailor Moon and lets her, lets yeah. him, lets her turn yeah. him back.
1: Because he's a real good kitty.
0: Mm -hmm. yeah
1: (laughs) i'm sorry despite being pretty much
0: expressionless the entire (laughs) entire episode just completely obtuse (laughs) expressionless Uh, cat
1: this this sort of squeaked by i want to make sure we mention it uh she gets the crystal but immediately tuxedo mask shows up chucks a rose runs up and is like hey thanks steals it and then yeah it's very funny yeah he gone it's a
0: Pound for pound of pretty much what Zoocyte did to him last episode. Exactly. They're like ongoing weird, (laughs) like Mark's Brothers showdown (laughs) for, you know, the like power, the great powers of the universe. They are just like, (laughs) yeah, playing like they're just doing, they're just Mm.
1: doing three, uh, three stooges routines with each other.
0: Yeah. It's great.
1: Yeah. It's really fun.
0: Uh, There was also so then the other the other Sailor Scout showed up late. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of a confrontation uh, because Ray had been there the whole time. And then uh, Serena and Amy and Lita all show up late. And, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, Ray's mad and Mercury runs to the defense and is like, oh, I was late, too. It's not Serena's fault. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. "Uh, but actually. Serena was playing a video game and that's why we were late. So <laughs> it actually it, it actually was Serena's fault. Yeah. And I just love this show's unrelenting need <laughs> to keep dunking on Serena, even when it's completely unnecessary. Like just, Ray like, Ray didn't even show up
1: for the Sailor meeting because she was trying to be on a date. So fuck yeah, exactly. You, Ray. The only reason you're not late is because you already fucking fucked off the meeting you were supposed to be at.
0: <laughs> right. But they they still got to get these jabs in it. (laughs) Like the show, I mean, the show actively (laughs) is just like they could have they could have just ended it with like, no, it's not just Serena's fault. I, you know, I was late, too. We need to trust each other and believe in each other. Like, no, it no, they go in to point out that no, it's straight up like it was Serena's (laughs) fault. She was fucking around playing a video game. (laughs) It's great. I love it.
1: Uh Sailor says? Yeah, yeah. Uh we we bought Barker today. <laughs> yeah, we bought yes, new to your pets.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's pet responsibility. Please don't kill them. I uh, was I I was pretty right. I was
1: honestly between the cats and Ray and Chad. I was expecting a Sailor says that basically was no means no, and then they just right. went and they just went, "Nope, spay new to your cats." That way you can say <laughs> yes and there's no consequences. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> but really, do spay, nu- spay, and neuter your pets. It's a good idea.
0: Yeah, that's very important. Yeah, make sure you do that. Make sure <laughs> uh-huh. you don't let them run out to the road where they'll get hit by a car. You idiot children! <laughs> and then just never, never talk about anime ever again. That's not part of it. Well, I know that I am full in my tummy because we had to eat our way out of that soup, and now we're we was sitting in the bottom in of the bowl. Soap.
1: We soaked, we soaked in all that soup through our through our bodies,
0: and then those croutons expanded in our stomach, <laughs> and it popped Andy like a grape. <laughs> That's you what God. happened. Ate too many too many sourdough croutons, and it sucked up all the moisture, and it it's like it's like when you give popcorn to a bird. Mm.
1: <laughs> Don't make me laugh while I'm drowning my sorrows. Uh, this is a really fun one. I really liked uh, all the ones that we watched. Um I mean, I know you guys weren't as fond of the Cyber Six episode, but yeah, I think Sailor that there was, was
0: a big highlight. Sailor a, Moon
1: was so good. Such a fucking fun episode. I love cat hijinks and getting Luna yeah. to sort of like be down a peg. Uh,
0: it was really great. Well, would... and and that was the seventh crystal too. Yes, so, it was. Yeah. We're we're up to some like big, big plot stuff coming up.
1: Here. Yeah, th- I was. We actually got seven full episodes of it. I really expected to that that number to condense, like you know, there'd be some some circus triplets or something. Yeah, uh-huh. I think we were probably that...
0: on record at some point saying that would probably happen. But you no, know, <laughs> they they went through all of them.
1: Well, I have to tell you guys that next episode for Sailor Moon. Oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> My anime burp. Uh ne- <laughs>
0: <See> my stress <laughs> bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> from the ulcer you guys gave me. <laughs> uh,
1: uh the next episode of Sailor Moon is entitled Tuxedo Melvin. So we got a lot to <laughs> look We're forward understand. to. I can't wait. <laughs> uh yeah. Can
0: it be next week already? Yes. Glingle, glingle.
1: Magic. Oh, just kidding. I, I gotta say, though, I really do want to go the extra, go, like, we've praised the Sailor Moon episode quite heavily, but I feel like it's not quite in the context of, usually when I, when there's a show that's not a, you know, a quote-unquote comedy show, and they just do a slapstick episode, I'm so rarely on board for it. Mm, mm-hmm. Sure. It's, it's just such a dramatic tone shift, and usually it's not great writing, or whatever, XYZ reasons why it's not good this was just really good. And I
0: really dug it. Yeah, yeah, it was off the rails. I think what, I think what really
1: shows is that they have a, a, a very strong, uh, picture of what these, of who these characters are. I think that's like right, your, your sure. biggest, your biggest So we can put them grace. in funny situations and not feel like we're betraying anything. Exactly. Like it's, it's not like we've got a, you know, Oh God. It's not like we're in Yu-Gi-Oh and, uh, you know we've got Seto Kaiba and he is the most humorless character that you've ever met and you can't put him in a situation other than dire shit because it doesn't make sense like you've written him poorly uh but we do like have They're not flexible. No, they're not flexible at all. These characters, you know, are cartoonish and silly, but they're also they also feel real. And so like when yeah, even yeah, yeah. even when Zoiceite is put in a situation where she's crawling through a hole chasing cats and running from rats It doesn't feel wrong. It just feels funny that we got to see her in a new light. You know? I think that's a great point. I -hmm. think, yeah, the show doesn't have to betray anything to do a funny episode. And that's probably why it works so well.
0: Everybody, you should just be watching Sailor Moon. (laughs) Just watch (laughs) Sailor Moon. It's so good. Dot com. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, Boys, I do like you. I want to go out on a positive note. I like you guys. Even if you make me feel uh, very small sometimes.
0: Well, it was an honor to be in the soup with you.
1: <laughs> I love rolling around in the soup. Uh and and I think I think it's time for you to take us on out.
0: Okay. Well, you know, as we say at the end of every episode, we do our usual thing and we say that same darn thing every single episode. And before
1: we say it, Austin, I just wanted to chime in there real quick that even though we let him say his Yu-Gi-Oh reference the Demerit's <laughs> Will be will be reflective of
0: what he's done today.
1: Yeah, and, and of course that thing we say every
0: time is Andy, you've just lost two more points.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Andy, you've just lost two more points. <laughs> Whiskey for everybody. All right, thanks for joining us, you soupy little goblins. I hope you guys have... Uh, Drank deep from the briny soupy mess that we created in your laps, and we really appreciate that you came all the way down into our into our little soup spot, into the place where we ladled out some dirty little cartoon knowledge every week. Uh, if you haven't already, you're uh invited to check us out on iTunes, where you can review us and uh, plop down as many of those little those little soup stars as you want. Uh, hopefully, five, as many as or up to. Uh, we're also on the on the uh, social media places where you like to go and look at people's uh, successes. You like on so none of those places, but hopefully some of those places. We have a website, sadamtuesdays.com. So guys, next week, we're checking out episode 7 of Moon Mesa called Wetward Woe. Episode 6 of Cyber 6, Blue Birds of Horror. And episode 28 of Sailor Moon. And this is a good one tuxedo melvin this week we're brought to you by doing it comma jeff style and the follow-up series still doing it with jeff so we're really glad you were here with us this week and we hope to see you next time bye now